Hi, this is Randy Wimmer and welcome back to the Entrepreneur Sound Off. Uh, today's topic deals with a question that I received not too long ago. And the question was, in essence, can federal government contracting really lead to my financial success? And I realize that there's a lot of folks out there that have no idea what federal government contracting is and they hear all the rumors about razor thin margins and this is a very legitimate question and i, I want to answer it my answer is pretty brief i want to answer it to provide a little bit of context about this industry so the answer to that question can federal government contracting really lead to my personal financial success the answer to that is a resounding yes i became a multi-millionaire from my first prime contract award alone. It was in an area where I had very minimal experience, yet my proposal had the highest score. My odds of winning my first proposal contract were, now this is where we need a drum roll, it was one in seven. There were only six other bidders for the contract that made me wealthy. Just so you know that I'm not selling snake oil or a get-rich-quick scam, that is, um, too good to be true, there's a little bit more to the story. Before I won my very first prime contract, I had to learn how to price, bid, and manage a federal government contract. I also had to create a company possessing both the requisite infrastructure and competitive differentiators. In a nutshell, I had to push myself well past my comfort zone, expanding my knowledge base. After doing all of this, there's still even more to the story. Prior to winning this prime contract, I had to win a small subcontract that was essentially me working as a 1099 contractor. Then I submitted about five losing prime contract proposals before finally finding success. And this was after I had learned how to com competently write and price a proposal. Since there was nothing like Government Contracting Academy or this podcast um, back in the day or any books at Barnes & Noble or Amazon.com that, that talked about starting a federal government contracting company, I had to learn how to become a successful federal government contractor the hard way. I had to do it through on-the-job training. I job hopped for about three years to different positions to learn new skill sets. That's one of the main reasons why I launched Government Contracting Academy. It took me eight years from when I decided to launch a company to when I actually started having no kidding financial success. It took me about eight years. And what I'm hoping to do in Government Contracting Academy is compress eight years into eight months or less. And I think I can do that. And I have a lot of, lot of clients who are, are proving me correct with that statement. So let's get back to this question. Yes, it can make you successful. And one of the things that is really advantageous about this industry is the odds. Now, one in seven are great odds. However, I know a lady, uh, one of my colleagues, who had one in one odds. <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, she was the only bidder on an effort for request for proposal that was poorly written. And a lot of the more knowledgeable bidders, they said, eh, we don't understand what's going on here with this request for a proposal. We're not going to bid. She didn't know any better. She bid on it. 
She was non-compliant. However, the government really wanted the job done in a hurry. They said that they would award her the contract if they hired a program manager that they knew and trusted. So she hired the program manager that they recommended and she ended up winning the lottery. She became a multimillionaire off of that one. So you gotta love the numbers game. This industry is a lot different than other industries. In this industry, once you get some simple past performances underneath your belt, then it comes down to one strategic win to change your life forever. Just one. One. You've only got to win once. Now, I have a colleague who is making literally millions of dollars a year in revenue, but they've got to go out because of the industry that they're in. They got to go out and they got to win a deal almost every single workday in order to make that happen. So as soon as they take their hand off that sausage making crank, there's no sausage coming out on the other side. I like this industry because you're playing the long game. You only got to win once. And at some point, once you learn this industry, once you learn how to write a proposal uh, that's competitive, well-priced, you you understand how to write uh, from the four perspectives that are really necessary to win, it becomes a numbers game. And if you've got the grit and you got the perseverance and you're willing to try one more time after being rejected, you know, and losing a bid effort, all you got to do is, like I said, just bid one more time after being rejected and you're going to win. And it's going to change your life. Now, the next thing that I'm asked is, is, yeah, but you can do that, Randy, because you're probably a cheesy salesman. And I'm thinking, nope, time out. (laughs) Trust me, very few people despise sales as much as I do. And that's why I love being an entrepreneur in the federal government contracting market as much as I do. Cold calls and lead chasing aren't necessary in this industry. Even better, sales pitches are performed via written proposals prepared in the privacy of your own office. And most of these things are even submitted electronically. I'm an unassuming and somewhat shy person. I'm an introvert. And people are actually stunned when they find out that I'm a successful entrepreneur. Why? Because I don't act that way. I'm not one of these in-your-face kind of people. I certainly don't fit the, the typical stereotype. You know, my childhood dreams did not include becoming the next Henry Ford, Warren Buffett, or Bill Gates. I, I wasn't the boisterous kid that, it, that others naturally followed. Instead of inventing things with my Lego blocks as a kid, I had more intellectually stimulating things to do, like watching Gilligan's Island. In fact, I entered the world of entrepreneurship with the same level of motivation that a condemned man feels trying to arrive early to the gallows. You know, but I had no choice. I logically assessed my growing family obligations and physical situation, and op- entrepreneurship was unfortunately the, the only way that I could really correct my financial projections. I, I promise you in my very first podcast that I wasn't going to lie or kind of be a revisionist historian. I, I'm not going to hide behind the, the false nobility or, or any you know, higher purpose. 
I did it for the money. I needed the money. I really did. Kids and diapers are really expensive and I needed to make some more money. Fortunately, I realized that I was completely wrong about entrepreneurship in the federal government market space. The challenges that I faced as an entrepreneur supporting the federal government were not the ones that I dreaded. My trepidation about having to make cold calls and perform cheesy sales pitches never materialized. In fact, overbearing sales tactics are neither required nor beneficial in the federal government market space. Unlike most markets that depend heavily upon making cold calls and developing leads and doing sales pitches, the federal government market is somewhat different. Cold calls are not necessary because federal government organizations publish when and what they're mandated by Congress to buy. You do not have to pressure your federal government leads into learning more about your services or to buy what it is that you're selling. They actually implore you to respond to their requests for information and to attend their industry days. For my breakthrough contract, I met the awarding organization's leadership team for the very first time after being awarded the contract. I won this life-changing contract by submitting a better proposal than my competitors. I didn't win because of brown nosing or giving the contracting officer an obnoxious hard sell. Although business development is essential in this industry, it mostly pertains to collecting business intelligence. And that's done through research, developing corporate differentiators, and maintaining symbiotic relationship with partners and customers. So, to get back to the original questions, can you achieve financial success in the federal government contracting industry? The answer is yes. And you don't need to have an MBA. You don't need to raise massive amounts of startup funding. Or again, like I said, be a salesperson. If you're willing to do the work and you have just a little bit of knowledge, you could go a long way in this industry. That's today's podcast. It was another short one. I will see you the next time.